Welcome to our Streams International Ministry Podcast with Prophet Jared Nusulu, PhD, and Prophetess Gabriella Nusulu. Experience prophetic revelation teachings, personal prophecies, healing, deliverance, breakthrough. You are now listening to a teaching recorded at one of our live church services. So today, I want to proceed with where I stopped last Sunday, talking about grace for reigning. That most of us, we approach life from that perspective that I've got Jesus, I've got the Holy Ghost, let me pray for this situation. Let me do this, let me do this. But really, when you come to the bottom of it, you discover that there is a grace which is required. Your progression in life, your authority in life, your power, and what you are able to achieve in life is tied to that word called grace. So, uh, Apostle Paul, writing to the Romans, he kind of, kind of gives us a hint. He says, hey, 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 guys, there's something that you need to attend to. So, probably instead of fighting the issue, fight grace, get grace. Because when you get that, it will, be, it will help you to do this. Amen. Is that making sense? Oh, yes. Yeah. So it's kind of you have got 50 kilos that you need to lift. So you're trying to lift the 50 kilos. You're not able to lift it. So it says, no, 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 no. Don't worry about the 50 kilos. Go to the gym. Build up your muscles. When your muscles have been built up, you can now come and what? Lift the 50 kilos. So grace is that thing that you acquire that enables you to achieve what you want to achieve. So if we talk about the reigning life, we know that from a scripture point of view, we are born again, we are children of God. And according to scripture, we, we are supposed to be ruling. We are supposed to be casting out demons. Yes. We are supposed to be healing the sick. Amen. All those things are correct and very true. However, the key that allows you to do all those things, it's abundance of grace. When you acquire abundance of grace in an area, you begin to rule in that area. If you acquire abundance of grace in a particular issue, you become a king in that thing. So, us as children of God, the moment we begin to understand and connect the dots, life becomes much easier. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. Is that making sense? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And so today, I want to continue from where we stopped uh, last week. We're going to go to 2 Corinthians chapter 1. 2 Corinthians chapter 1. Just give me uh, from verse number 1 or to verse number 11. I'll see where I will stop. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, unto the church of God, which is called with all the saints which are in all Achaia. Grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be God, even the Father, of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who comforteth us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. For as the sufferings of Christ abound in us, so our consolation also aboundeth by Christ. And whether we be afflicted, it is for your consolation and salvation, 
which is effectual in the enduring of the same sufferings which we also suffer. Or whether we be comforted, it is for your consolation and salvation. And our hope of you is steadfast, knowing that as ye are partakers of the sufferings, so shall you be also of the consolation. Someone said, Amen. Amen. All right. Are you gonna you're gonna continue reading there by yourself? So of course it talks about in verse number eight, for we would not, brethren, have you ignorant of our trouble which came to us in Asia, that we were pressed out of measure above strength, in so much that we despaired even of life. But we had the sentence of death in ourselves, that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God which raiseth the dead, who delivered us from so great a death, and doth deliver, in whom we trust that he will yet deliver us. Ye also helping together by prayer for us, that for the gift bestowed upon us by the means of many persons, thanks may be given by many on our behalf. Someone said, Amen. Amen. Now, now, someone said, now. Now. There is something that is so important that I want us to grasp when it comes to grace for reigning. Most of us, when we hear the word reigning, we understand it means ruling. And our concept of ruling is always about our external environment. We think about ruling over that, or ruling over that, ruling over that, ruling over that. Which is not wrong to think that way. But it's very wrong to think that that's how it works. The only way you can rule your environment, which is your outside environment, is by ruling your internal environment. Because the only control you have is your internal environment. You do not have any control over your external environment. Yes, amen. You do not have any control over the person who is sitting next to you, what they are thinking right now as you are sitting next to them. Amen. Are you hearing me? They may be sitting an inch from you, but they may be 25 kilometers away from you. You have no control over that factor. Things around you, they go highway and in every other direction. You do not have any control over that. You don't have control over the, over the person who is next to you, the person you are talking to, the person who is your business partner, the person who is your working mate, the person who is your boss. You don't have any control over them. The only control you have is your internal environment. Are you hearing me? And so most of us, we are so busy trying to control our environment, the external environment. We are so busy trying to control what, what, what people think about us, what people say about us, what, how people perceive us, how we want people to perceive us, how we want people to talk about us. We are so busy running around trying to control that external environment, and yet we do not have any control over that environment. Because you may do your very best, but there's always someone there who shall do their very worst. And mess up your day. Amen. And the only reason why they're able to mess up your day is because they are dealing with the, your external environment and you are trying to control that environment. But really, you do not have any control over your external environment. The only control you have is over your internal environment. Because the moment you begin to learn to control your internal environment, 
It will begin to affect your external environment. Yes, amen. I don't know what they're hearing, man. Oh, yes. The, inter- the external environment responds to your internal environment. So the external response to the what? Internal environment. That's why it is possible to have peace in the midst of the turmoil. Oh, yes, amen. It is possible to have joy in the midst of the craziness. Amen. Are you hearing me? But people are controlled by the external environment. The moment the temperature changes in the external environment, it affects their emotions. It affects their thinking. It affects their confession. It affects what they are going through internal. And yet these are external factors. Oh, you are not hearing me. Oh, yes. Because it doesn't make any sense why a person must have peace in the midst of trouble. Why a person must have joy in the midst of trouble. Why the Bible talks about peace which is beyond, surpasses what? Understanding. In other words, this is peace contrary to your external environment. Oh, yes. Peace which is outside your control. Things are going crazy everywhere. But in your internal environment, what do you have? You have got peace. You have got joy. You are still functioning as a person. Are you hearing me? When, the, when you hit that dimension, you know now that you have entered into a dimension of grace where you can begin to reign. You can begin to rule. You can begin to control circumstances. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. Aish! My God, my God. Someone say, my God. My God. Ho, 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 ho. You know, people even say, my world is falling apart. Okay, but what do you mean your world is falling apart? Because last time I checked, Sydney Harbour, Sydney Harbour Bridge was still there. It hasn't fallen apart. Last time I checked, I still saw Oprah House. Amen. <laughs> last time I checked, the walls of your house are still the same. They haven't fallen apart. But you are saying, my what? My world. Is falling apart. Really, it's not the external world that is falling apart. It is the internal world that is falling apart. And when that is affected, it begins to infect your external environment. Now, trying to take charge of your external environment will never work. You must master your internal environment. Because when you master, when you master your internal environment, you are now in charge. You are not hearing me. Oh, yes. You are now in what? In charge. Oh my God. Jesus is sleeping <laughs> in a boat on a stormy sea. It doesn't add up. And even says, Where's your faith? Why are you so fearful? Don't you care that we die? Don't you care that we die? Jesus says, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What is inside of me, I'm going to release it into the environment. Oh, yes. He didn't take what was external of him to release it in the environment. Because what was external was a stormy sea. What was external was, was chaos. Are you hearing me? So he didn't take the chaos and release it into the chaos. Uh-uh. He took what was inside of him, which was the peace. And release into the environment. You are not hearing me. And when what was internal hit the external, the external responded to the internal. 
And peace came on the sea. Receive your peace in the name of Jesus. You can never give what you do not have. That's a principle of life. You can never give what you do not have. So there's no point saying, I decree and I declare. Let there be this, let there be this, and yet you don't have the thing inside of you. You are lying. The only time you can say, I decree and I declare, let there be peace, is when peace is within you. So you take what is in you, you listen to the environment. The environment responds to your internal environment. Are you hearing me? Say, I receive it, my prophet. I receive it, my prophet. Is that making sense? Is that making sense? You are a co-creator with God. You are here to create. You are here to control. You are here to rule. You are here to be in charge. But your in charge takes what you have in you to release it to the environment. To release it to other people. Are you hearing me? When other people come in contact with you, they are not interested in your external environment. They want your internal environment. You are not hearing me. You are not hearing me. Are you hearing me? They want what is inside of you. And that's why things seem to be working the opposite in our world. Are you hearing me? Yeah, because people think prayer is just no, hey, Father, there is a prayer talking to God. That's fine. It's okay. But that does not change your environment. You are in charge of your environment. (laughs) Spend time with him so you can become like him. You can think like him. You can talk like him. You can feel like him. After that, come out of that environment and come and change your external environment. Hanging out with God programs your internal environment. That your internal environment is like the environment in which God is. So when you go into the world, you begin to affect the world. You begin to impact the world. You begin to change the world. You begin to reign and rule over the world. Someone say yes. Yes. Now, Apostle Paul gives us a very clear picture. He says, no, look here, guys. There's something that we need to understand. Blessed be the God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. The father of messes and the God of all comfort. Who comforteth us in all our... Hmm. He comforteth us in all our what? Tribulation. I have a problem with that verse. Why should God wait for tribulation to happen and then he shows up? I am not hearing me. Why should he wait for the tribulation to happen in the first place? And then he shows up. I'm here to comfort you. I say, wait, wait a minute, sir. Where were you two minutes ago? You should have said, I'm here to prevent the tribulation. <laughs> I think I would have loved you more if you were here to prevent it. Than to say, it's going to be okay. Don't cry. It's gonna be okay. <laughs> Are you hearing me? Oh, yeah. Who do you love more? <laughs> the preventer or the comforter? <laughs> now, come on. Be, don't be too holy. <laughs> be honest with me. Which one would you love more? The preventer or the comforter? The preventer. 
Let's be honest. I think the preventer is a good guy. The preventer is a good guy. The one who shields you and leaves you in a cotton body, cotton bodied world where you should not hit the door. And then you are like an egg floating around. Don't you, don't you hit something, you crack. Oh, no. But this comforter, oh, yeah. he understands that things must bump into you to make you stronger. Oh, you're not hearing me. This comforter understands things must hit you to make you stronger. Are you hearing me? Because it is this pressure that produces the strength inside of you. Because unless you've got the pressure around you, there's no strength that will ever be built in you. This comforter understands that, no, no, let's take this guy into the gym. Oh, yes. Today he'll give you 20 kilos. And then tomorrow when your muscles are sore, he'll give you 30 kilos. You're like, oh, this is so painful. Uh, uh. As your muscles are still painful, he'll give you 40 kilos. Why he's building strength of character inside of you. He knows you need it in order to conquer the world. An egg can never conquer a world. When an egg meets the world, it breaks. But build the strength in the egg. Let it become strong like iron. Let it become strong like a rock. When it has been strengthened, then it is able to begin to break whatever it comes in contact with. It is able to begin to shatter the bondages of the devil. It's able to begin to break whatsoever comes in its way. Are you hearing me? Shout yes. Yes. So the comforter is wiser. Amen. The comforter is wiser. Like a mother who is always shooting their child. There's a day the child will have to go out there and, and, meet, and, and meet a man. Oh, yes. There's a day the child will have to go out and meet, and meet a woman. It doesn't matter how motherly you may be. There's a day when he will say, ah, this kind of love, no. I need a different one. Amen. You know, when I got married, I told my sisters, I said, thank you so much, my sisters. I love you so much. I love you so much, but listen, you can cook for me, you can wash my clothes, you can clean up the house, you can make my bed, that's fine, that's fine, but there's a limit to where you can go, you guys. But <laughs> Amen. there's a limit. The day you shall cross that line and touch this woman, because this woman can do everything that you guys can do plus more, so forget it. You are, all, you, are, you are all fired. <laughs> the day you shall mess with her, you are all in trouble. All of you. So I told them the secret to my heart. Love her. I told my mother, mom, listen. I love you. Gave birth to me. You took care of me. I was inside of you. Now I'm outside of you. Thank you for everything. Listen, time has come for me now to marry. And listen, the day you shall mess with my wife, my mother, you'll be in trouble. I told her, you are not my future, you are my past. Oh, yes. There are some young men that behave as if their mothers is their future. Yes, I need to panel beat them. Yes. Mama boys. 
messing, oh. the, messing their wife because of their mother. Like, seriously? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's for another day. That's for marriage seminar. Oh, yes. You understood the point, right? Oh, yes. Time comes when you have to face a world out there. So if your child is raised in that environment where it's, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. When they meet the real world, they will fall apart. Oh, yes. Because they are never trained for the real world. They are never built for the real world. They are never put into a gym of life for the real world. Are you hearing me? And this is the problem that we have today. We are having a school system without exams because they are what the kids will be so stressed. The kids will be this. The kids will be this. And then the world has no time for nonsense. The world has got real exams. Amen. When they come out of the school system, they meet new challenges out there. So you've got more people medicated to function in life than, oh my God. Oh yes. Every day they have to swallow pills, eat this, drink that, just to function in a world. What kind of nonsense is that? Amen. Put them into the gym of life. Teach them some lessons. Okay. Let them fight things around them. Are you hearing me? Okay. Let them build the strength of character. They will take on the world by the pools. Hey! hey. Are you hearing me? Ha! Yes. Huh? My God. Someone say grace for reigning. Grace for reigning. They'll hold the world by the horns. Hey. <laughs> That's the generation God is raising in Streams International. Amen, amen. We don't want the egg generations. There's nothing, oh, no prophet. The devil's been talking to me in my ears. Let's have some counseling sessions. <laughs> Someone say, not me. Not me. Say, I disconnect. I disconnect. So the Bible says, this God should be blessed. <laughs> I looked at it, I said, no, Apostle, Paul, wait a minute. Blessed be God, even the Father. Of our Lord Jesus Christ. The father. Of messes. And the God. Talk about titles. How many titles are those? <laughs> number one is God. First title. Title number two. The father. Of our Lord Jesus Christ. Number three. The father. Of messes. Number four. Four titles Amen. dealing with the, his, involve, his involvement in your life in the times of difficulty. You're not hearing me. Oh, yes. Four titles. He comes to you as four in one. He appears as God in your, in your problems. Then he appears as the father of our Jesus Christ. And then he appears as the father of messes. And then he appears as the father of all comfort. Ah. Amen. You're not hearing me. I know you know him as Jehovah Jireh. Jehovah Shalom. 
Jehovah El Elyoni. Jehovah Tzidukeni. So what, we are, what the Bible says, Jehovah Shama, Jehovah Nisi. All those things. Are you hearing me? So it's like he appears as Jehovah Shama, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nis, Jehovah Elion, Jehovah El Heka, you know, Jehovah Tzidukeni at once. Mm, you're not hearing me. You're not hearing me. These are revelations of God in the New Testament. The Jehovah Shammah, Elion, those are revelations of God in the Old Testament. But in the New Testament, we know him as God. Number two, we know him as what? The God and Father of Lord Jesus Christ. Number three, we know him as who? The Father of Messes. Number four, we know him as who? The, fa the, the Father of all what? Comfort. Hey. He's the God of all comfort. So what does he do? He comforted us in all our tribulation. That we may be able. Now, in other words, what the Bible is saying, when God is comforting you in your tribulation, there's something that happens to you. There's something that he lives in you. Ah, you're not hearing me. There's something that happens to you. There's something that he lives in you. Such that afterward, you, are, you, you, you didn't just receive the comfort. The comfort remained with you. Oh, yeah. The comfort stayed with you. Then later on, you are able to take it and begin to give to other people who need it. Oh, yes, oh, you are not hearing me. We are following. So the touch of God upon your life in that moment of difficulty is not just a touch to help you. It's a touch which helps you beyond helping you. It's a touch which helps you and helps, you and helps the next person that shall come in your path. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? This God comforteth us with, in our what? Tribulation. That we may be able to comfort them which are in any. He may have helped you in one problem. In one tribulation. But the capacity is built in you. To help others in any kind of problem. In any kind of tribulation. In any kind of challenge. It, it builds capacity in you. Oh, you are not hearing me. Oh, yes. It builds what? Capacity. By the comfort wherewith we ourselves are what? Comforted of God. I love it. Because when I took a step back to understand what he's saying, he said, no, wait a minute. In me, I receive it from God. But this person receives it from me. Yes. Oh. Wow. So that's good enough. If I can get it from Almighty Himself, from the very source, oh, yes. it's like you get your light from Him. And then He says, Go and be the light of the world. Amen. The world does not see His light, the world only sees your light. Yes. But you, you see His light. Amen. Receive it in the name of Jesus. You're not hearing me. <laughs> and you see when the Bible is talking about comfort, it means the outside world has got issues. Yes. Amen. And God is not running around trying to put off the fires. No. God is busy dealing with your internal environment. Oh, yeah. oh, you're not hearing me. Outside you, things are going crazy. 
Outside you, people are dying. You're not hearing me. Outside you, people are busy not bringing things into your life. Talking about you, attacking you, attacking you there, persecuting him, persecuting you there. Okay, okay, okay. But where does the father intervene? He does not intervene in your outside world. He intervenes in your inside world. Oh, yes. He comes and comforts you in your inside environment. He does not come and deal with the challenges or the people are talking about you or the source of your, of your tribulation. Huh. He is so disinterested in the source of your tribulation that he even leaves the message of Satan there. That's what I was talking about on Friday. Yes. Apostle Paul says thrice I prayed that it might depart from me. Yes. Three times. Now, if there's a guy who knew prayer, oh yes. When the when, when Apostle Paul goes into his prayer closet, the devil knew we are in trouble here. If there's a guy who knew to pray, the guy knew to pray. Now, for you, you know where the story goes. But let's begin from the beginning of the story. Can we can we begin from the beginning of the story? Oh yes. It's very interesting that passage is one of the most profound passages in the scripture. Give me, give me, give me Second Corinthians chapter 12 from verse number 1. You'll see what I'm talking about. You'll see what I'm talking about. I receive. Is it happening? It is happening, Papa. Say neighbor. Neighbor. It is happening. It is happening. So it is not expedient for me, doubtless to glory. I'll come to what? To visions and revelations of who? Of the Lord. He says, I knew a man 14 years ago in Christ. I knew a man in Christ 14 years ago. I knew a man. I knew a man in Christ above what? 14 years ago. Whether in the body, I cannot tell. Or whether out of the body, I cannot tell. God knoweth, but I knew a man. <laughs> Give me the verse. But I knew what? I knew a man. Such one, this one, this one. What happened to him? Caught up to the what? To the third heaven. Uh huh. Verse three. Uh huh. And I knew such a man. Eish. Imagine that man is your friend. Imagine that man is you. Because theologians have concluded that Apostle Paul is talking about himself in all that nonsense. Wow. Where he goes around and tells us about a man, a new man, a buffoon in Castford. He's just talking about himself. And now he goes around, you know. Because he's trying to say, I am humble. But let's, let's follow the story. And I knew such a man. Whether in the body, around the body, I cannot tell. God knoweth. Such an one caught up to the third heaven. How that this guy, huh? how that he was caught up into what? Paradise. And he heard unspeakable words, which it is not lawful for a man to utter. Of such an one, of such an one will I glory. Yet of myself I will not glory, but in my infirmities. Oh my God. This is not the problem that we have. We glory in our moments of triumph. 
Apostle Paul is saying, no, 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 me, I will glory in my moments of weakness. <laughs> How many of you love talking about your weaknesses? Be honest with me. How many of you say, I'm weak here. I'm weak. All of us, we love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, brother. Hallelujah, sister. We are hiding our weaknesses. Apostle Paul says, no, 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 no. When everybody is glorying in their mountaintop experiences, I will glory in my valley experiences. You're not hearing me. I'll glory in my what? Valley experiences in my infirmities. Let's go to the next verse. What does this say now? For though, says what? For though I will desire to glory, I shall not be a fool. For I will say, in other words, even if I wanted to talk about my mountaintop experiences, I will not be a liar. I've been there. I know it. But I choose not to. Yes. Let me talk about my infirmities. That's what it's about. What does it? But now I what? Forbear. Lest any man should think of me above that which is yet of me to be, or that yet of me. I don't want people to start. Oh, Apostle Paul. When yesterday they didn't want to greet me now because I've told them where I've been now. They're, Hello, Apostle Paul. How are you today? Says, nope. The way you treat me, I don't care. Keep, keep treating me the way you want to treat me. I don't want to change your perception of me. Yes. Wow. Because I've told you some things that I've been able to handle. Some things that I've been able to see. Some things I've been able to experience. I will not tell you that. Continue treating me the way you've always treated me. Yes. That's what he's saying there. Next. <laughs> and lest... Uh -huh, now here's where the, the kicker is. And lest, and lest, and lest, and lest... I should be exalted above measure. Because of what? Because of the abundance of revelations. Because of the abundance of what? Revelations. So the revelations you are looking for, the power you are looking for, the glory you are looking for, the anointing you are looking for, attracts something. And lest I should be exalted because of the what? Abundance of revelations. There was given to me a thorn in the flesh. A messenger of Satan to buffet me. Lest I should be exalted above measure. So in other words, God helps you to keep you in this dimension. Otherwise, otherwise, these mountain top experiences they can make you lose touch yes. with your creator. Amen. Wow. You think you are independent of him. You think you do not need to depend on him. Yes. You think you do not need to continue prayer. Because people don't pray more on the mountaintop. They pray more in the valley. Oh, yes. Amen. People don't grow more 
on the mountain top. People grow more in the valley. Yes. You're not hearing me. Oh, yes. Are you hearing me? When do you grow? In the valley, not on the mountain top. Your success does not change you. What changes you is your failure. Amen. Your success affirms what you know. Your defeat challenges what you know. Ah, can I go on level deeper? Your success only affirms what you know. But your defeat challenges what you know. And now the good thing is when that which you thought you knew has been put to the trial and you have failed, you take a step back and say, no, 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 no. I need to know more. I need to change something. I need to improve something. I need to increase something. Are you hearing me? So that when you come back for every match, when you come back for a second time, when you give it a shot again, you do not only achieve what you could have achieved in the first place, you achieve beyond what you could have achieved in the first place. Are you hearing me? Shout yes! Success does not change you. What changes you is the failure. Because when you fail, you do so searching. When you fail, what you knew is challenged. You can toss it out of the window and say, what I thought I knew doesn't work. Let me go look for the real deal. Let me go look for the real knowledge. Are you hearing me? (sighs) And then this is now just for you to grow. But there's a dimension beyond that. What is the dimension? That's not the dimension of the grace. That the more challenges you meet, the more tribulations, the bigger the challenge, the bigger the tribulation, the bigger the comfort from the God of all comfort. The bigger the mercy from the God of all mercy. Oh, you're not hearing me. Now, that thing gets deposited in your life. Wow. In abundance. It comes to you in what? Abundance. (laughs) someone say in abundance in abundance it gets deposited in abundance most of us we miss it because our focus is not on the receiving the abundance of what God has brought our focus is to tell him to go and fix that thing and fix that thing and fix that one, fix that one, fix that thing. You said, God is said, no, 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 no. I'm not interested in fixing all those things around you. My interest is to fix your internal environment. So we push him aside. We stop praying. We stop reading the Bible. We, we, we go into a cocoon. We go into a corner feeling sorry for ourselves. And yet he is right there with you. He says, no, no, I am here. Allow me to fix your internal environment. Allow me to put more grace in you. Allow me to put more comfort in you. Allow me to put more message. Because these things will build you up. Oh, yes. What you think you have lost now is a small thing. There are bigger things to do next time. Oh, yes. It was in those moments I lost one sister that God built me up. That today I've got more daughters than I can even count. Amen. You're not hearing me. I lost one. But I gained more. 
Imagine if in that moment I just disintegrated and became a non-entity. It's very easy to disintegrate. Yes. I was on the path of disintegration. I told you last week how I almost lost my faith. Yes. So the devil knew if we, if, we, if we handle this guy now, he will not give us trouble next time. Yes, Let's finish him now in the valley. But we do not die in the valley. Amen. We are not meant to die in the valley. We may go through the wilderness. We will never die in the wilderness. We may go through the valley of the shadow of death. We will not die in the shadow of the valley of death. We're going to go through the valley of the shadow of death. We're going to come out the other side more stronger, more powerful, more tenacious. Shout yes! Are you hearing me? Say, I refuse to die in the valley. I refuse to die in the valley. Ha! You are never designed to die in the valley. Your Goliath will meet you in the valley of Elah. You are not hearing me. Goliath didn't meet David on a mountain top. He met him in the valley of Elah. Because that's where Goliath is. He's waiting for you in the valley of Elah. To finish you in the valley of Elah. But listen to me. You're going to pick up your five stones in your hand. And your sling in your hand. And you're going to go, Goliath, I am coming after you. I'm going to take you down, Goliath, in the valley of Elah. Shout yes. He wait for you in the valley at your weakest point. But when you meet him there with the right perspective, oh, yes. the right revelation, you know this is now time for glory. Time to go to another dimension. Time to shift to another dimension life. Are you hearing me? It's a people with a revelation. Amen. So Apostle Paul says what? Because of the abundance of revelation, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to buffet me because of the abundance of revelation. Lest I should be exalted above measure. For this thing, the next verse says what? For this thing, for this thing. Look at, look at this. Give me the next verse. Huh? For this one? For this thing I besought the Lord thrice that it might what? Depart. In other words, in the name of just I command you out. I command you out. I command you out. Today ain't going, it's staying, it's even planting more roots in you. <laughs> like what? It's okay. I'll meet you again on Saturday. You come back for prayer on Saturday. Oh, yes. They meant to say, I kick you out. It, it takes a sofa, a sofa seat and sits it down. <laughs> Makes a cup of coffee. You, you are still here. All right. I'll meet you on the crossover. You come on the crossover. I put a line. You are not crossing over into 2024. You are remaining in 2023. In the name of Jesus, I cross over. Everyone say, yay, yay. Our problems have remained in 2023. We are now in 2024. You look around. It's cooking a dinner in the kitchen. <laughs> You're still around. <laughs> 
For this thing I besought the Lord thrice, that it might depart from me. What was God's answer? What God's answer? Give me the next verse. And he said unto me. What did he say? My grace is sufficient for thee. For what? For my strength is made perfect in weakness. God's strength is never made perfect in your strength. God's strength is always made perfect in your what? Weakness. That word perfect there. Oh, you're not even hearing me. Oh, yes. Jesus. Jesus. Masita Kadoshka Vahasi. I receive. Say, I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. Say, I am unstoppable. I am unstoppable. Hmm. My God, my God, my God. You see, the word, the word perfect there in Hebrew, let me give you the spelling. It's T for Tom, E for Echo, Ero for Lima, E for Echo, I for India, O for Orange, O for Orange. It means to complete, to complete, or to accomplish, or to consummate. Talking about your character. It means to finish, to fulfill, or to make perfect. Wow. Talking about your what? Your character, your internal environment. Not your external. Yes. But your what? Your internal environment. Your character. It becomes matured. It becomes complete. Your character. Hmm. My grace is sufficient for thee. For my strength is made what? Perfect. In what? In weakness. So Apostle Paul makes a conclusion. What is his conclusion? One, two, three, go. Most gladly, therefore, will I what? Rather glory in infinities than in my, in my mountaintop experiences. That what? That the power of Christ may rest Aha, now that's a secret. When God comes to comfort you, his comfort rests on you. Amen. It comes to rest, not only to visit. You know, when you're having a difficult time, people can visit. They stay with you for whatever time, and then they go. But God does not come to visit and go. When he comes, his grace rests. Wow. His comfort rests on you. That's why you are now able to comfort others. Yes. Because it came to rest. It didn't just visit. It came to rest. Amen. It came to abide on you and in you. Now you become a carrier. Yes. You become a carrier. Amen. You become a carrier. You become a carrier. Most regretted, therefore, I rather glory in my what? Infimities. That the power of Christ may rest upon me. What is the conclusion? Therefore, I take pleasure in what? In infimities. 
In what? In reproaches. In what? In necessities. In what? Persecutions. In what? In distresses. For Christ's sake. That what? For when I am weak, then I am strong. In that moment when I'm weak, do you know what makes me strong? Remember we dealt with the four titles. He's my what? My God. Even the Father of our Jesus Christ. The Father of mercies and the God of all what? Comfort. Can you see now? He appears to you four in one in your moment of weakness. Amen. In your moment of a mountaintop experience, it doesn't appear four in one. Yes. He appears as someone who is ready to receive glory. Yes, amen. He does not come to fight for you on your mountaintop. Yes. He comes to receive the glory. He sits on the throne to say, now come and give it to me. Hallelujah, yes. praise you. Come on, can you do some more? I order you. Do some. I worship. He's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. But when you are there in the valley, he oh, does yes. not come, you know, with the, with the wearing, you know, nice clothes. You know. No, he comes as a fighter. Yes, amen. To fight for you. Amen. To, are you hearing me? He brings things to give to you. You are the recipient of his ministry. When you have when you have conquered, you are now on the mountain top. He is the recipient of your ministry. Yes. Oh, you are not hearing oh, me. Oh, yes. He receives him there. But in the valley, you are the recipient. Yes. You are the one who is receiving his ministration. Amen. Are you hearing me? Now you see that in your weaknesses, God ministers to you. In your strong moments, in your triumph moments, you minister to God. Oh, yes. So I'll never be the same again. I'll never be the same again. Say never, never, never. Never, never, never. Never, never, never. Never, never, never. My God. Wow. Are you being blessed? We are very blessed, Baba. We have lost you somewhere. We are following. That's why now, 2 Corinthians chapter 1. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse number 4. It says, Who comforteth us in all our tribulation that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble. Are you here? By the comfort wherewith we ourselves are what? Comforted of God because it came to rest. For as the sufferings of Christ abound in us, so our what? Consolation aboundeth by Christ. So we are going back to abundant grace for reigning. What is he saying? When the sufferings of Christ are increasing, his consolation also what? So the more the challenge, the more the Consolation. The more the problem, the abundance of the consolation that cometh to you. So people who are able to persevere through difficult times, are able to persevere through difficult challenges, what happens is there is an abundance of grace. Oh, yes. An abundance of consolation. An abundance of comfort. Oh, yes. That comes to that person whereby they grow by it. Amen. That's why at the end of the day, at the end of the day, his grace is perfected. Comes to maturity. To a state of completeness. Oh, yes. Someone say, I'm taking over. I'm taking over. And you see that all these things, they have nothing to do with your external environment. 
It's all about your internal environment. Amen. Because God knows. The moment he handles your internal environment. Oh, yes. You become very dangerous. Oh, yes. There's nothing like my world is falling apart. Oh, prophet, I am falling apart. There's nothing like that. There is nothing, nothing, nothing. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. Yeah. Someone say, yeah. Yeah. Your success only confirms what you know. Your failure challenges what you know. So that you can know more. Are you hearing me? You may be there thinking, oh, if I press this button, I'm going to get cock. 25 years you are sitting there. If I press this button, I'm going to get what? Cock. Now a crisis comes when you need your cock. <laughs> you discover after all this thing doesn't work. And you've been be- believing and trusting that this thing will work. Yes. You have wasted your 25 years. Amen. I wish you had failed on the first day when you started there thinking that that button will work. Yes. Because then you would have learned that no, 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 this thing does not work. Let's do something different. You'd have been somewhere. Oh, yes. Then wasting your time waiting for that button for the last 25 years. Is that making sense? Amen. I receive. So, when you talk about grace for reigning, we're talking about an increase of God's touch. An increase of God's presence. An increase of God's dimension. An increase of God's essence that has come in your life. Wow. As a result of his activity in you in your moments of difficulty. Yes, amen. When that increases, it comes to rest on you and in you. Thank you, Jesus. Are you ready for prayer? We are ready, Baba. Rise on your feet. Say, Oh Lord. Oh Lord. I thank you. I thank you for the increased consolation. For the increased consolation in my life. In my life. In moments of increased difficulty. In moments of increased difficulty. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the thank you for listening. To keep in touch with our ministry, visit our website at www.streams.org.au and follow us on all social media platforms at streams.international. It is a blessing to share with you all our prophetic revelation teachings and it's our prayer to see you transform into mature sons of God. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Be blessed and until next time, Shalom.